Welcome to Living Truth Ministry Church as we listen in to Pastor Daniel Bome teach on the Word of God. I want to talk to you about a topic that I think I'm going to take the whole of this month to teach. As a matter of fact, the Lord said to me, he said, go tell them, I said, a relationship with me that is not productive is no relationship. And I want to talk to you about the importance of morning devotion. The importance of morning devotion. The importance of seeking him early. Bible says, early will arise and seek the Lord. And I, as I began asking him that, why, what exactly he wants me to talk about, he said, talk about the whole nine yards of what it is to have a devotion with him and the impact it has on lives. And I'm going to show you in depth what it does to you as an individual and the impact it carries. I strongly believe that Whatever you cannot discuss with God, you have planned that thing to fail. Whatever in your life you can sit one-on-one with God, you have planned to fail. Anything in your life that you cannot tell God personally, don't expect God to be involved. I'm going to show you a series of scriptures that I want you all to write down, go back over it, and make the best out of it. The first scripture is Job chapter 23, verse 12. Job chapter 23, verse 12. First Thessalonians chapter four verse one. First Thessalonians chapter four verse one. Romans chapter fourteen verse eight. Romans chapter fourteen verse eight. Philippians chapter one verse twenty. Philippians chapter one verse twenty. I will repeat these scriptures. Job chapter 23 verse 12. The book of Job chapter 23 verse 12. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 1. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 1. Romans chapter 14 verse 8. Romans 14 8. 
Philippians 1 verse 20. I will start by reading Job chapter 23 verse 12. Job chapter 23 verse 12. My topic is the importance of morning devotion. Father, thank you for your word. The entrance of your word bringeth forth light. Give it understanding to the simple. Speak to your people through the lips of clay. I ask that every heart that is not circumcised, let it be circumcised. I ask that every mind that is being drifted be, be restored back to order. I pray that no life will go back the same way they have come. The stronghold of laziness, slothfulness, rebellion, disobedience towards this topic is broken in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for what you've done. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. And the saints say, Amen. Job 23, 12. What he says, he says, Neither have I gone back from, what? The commandments of his lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than what? My necessary food. First Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 1. 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 He says, furthermore, than we beseech you, brethren, and exalt you by the Lord Jesus, that as ye have received of us, how you ought to work. And so ye would work more and more. Romans chapter 14, verse 8. I am, what I am going to show you this evening and in a couple of weeks ahead will forever change your life and will leave your whole life in a state of growth. 14.8 says, For whether we live, we live what? It is unto Jesus. I wanna, I'm going to explain that. There is a difference between making Jesus your savior and there is a difference of making Jesus your Lord. There is a big difference, if I were you, I write that down, between making Jesus your savior and there is a big difference of making Jesus your Lord. Making Jesus your savior means you have accepted him to be your Lord, to be the controller of your life. Making him your Lord means you surrender totally into his hands so that he will direct and lead your path. Many people or the church or churchgoers only receive Jesus as Savior. That's where it ends. Many don't make the reasonable steps to make him their Lord. He said, whether we die, we die what? 
unto the Lord. I mean, somebody die unto just knowing Jesus, there's no guarantee. That's how when you meet somebody and you ask them, are you sure that person is going to heaven? You say, it's a Christian. No, he did not make it. This scripture, I say, unto the Lord. It's like to explain you the difference between making Jesus Christ your Savior and your Lord. But what, Pastor, are you going to contradict this? What about if the person just gave his life to Jesus and dies? He had no opportunity to make right all that he made wrong. That same second, he enters into the kingdom because that was the only obedience he was exposed to. Did you get that? Now, I want to explain it to you because there are a lot of garbage going on and I researched the scripture to find out that some things are not true. My, my question I've asked myself, I have sat down and I said, what kind of God were are they, are, excuse me, excuse me this evening, I'm going to use some language you might not feel fine, very cool. what kind of God were they serving? There is a difference between knowing Jesus personally and then you hand over your totality to him. Totality means that he has to tell you what you need to do at giving thanks. Now, Pastor, are you going to tell me that God will tell me that I should go to the bathroom and pee? No, your body tells you that you need to discharge fluid. That is a regular thing that God created your body. But if any other thing happens to take you unawares other than the normal routine you have, you need to ask the Lord, what should you do? This is the key. Many people are trying to subject their mind. There is a difference between subjective and objective. You got to understand why it separates one another. The mix of both is where there is confusion today in the body of Christ, where people don't know when to say yes and when not to say yes, when to say no and when not to say no. Because when these two different things collide, and then you can't differentiate what it, it represents or what it stands for, there is confusion. And I've said this to you many of the time. And I repeat it to you. It's not me saying this. Who said it? Who wrote this? All scripture are given by the inspiration of God. The word inspiration means God breathed it into somebody's idea. And he wrote it exactly as he was given. That's what inspiration means. And then it says profitable. Anytime an inspiration is not profitable, it doesn't come from God. Because the first word is is profitable for doctrine. Doctrine means believe. Look at it here. It says, let's look at it one more time. It says, for whether we live, we live unto who? The Lord. Then it says, and whether we die, we do what? Unto the Lord. That means that if you don't die, Unto the Lord, you are dying unto going to hell. That's why the Bible says, the soul that seen it. Seen it means that you know that is sin, but you refuse to change from that attitude of sin. That, that thing, seen it means that thing takes you to the angle where God will say, I have nothing to do with you. This, you see, that's why I am as a human being. I'm not quick to talk. As a leader, if you are, if you've been my, if you, if you've been my age and you exposed to the kind of thing I'm exposed, you don't talk because people are talking. You're talking because you want to make some sense so that people could go back and say, "I didn't see this this way." 
That's why you are a leader. You are not just a leader just to occupy space. Told you those of you sit. You're not just there because you're sitting. Because any day you don't meet the standard, God will push you away. Do you know that? If you don't leave, you have to know that because the reason why you are there is because God found something faithful in you. That he say, okay, you are faithful with that thing. I have to, because anytime you are faithful, God elevates you. God does not bless you because you are of age. He doesn't give you because you are beautiful. He doesn't even, that's why I don't believe if you have millions. If God did not call you, or God did not anoint you a leader, no matter what you do, you will sit on the back row. That's my policy because James explained it clearly to me that I cannot pay play favoritism. That's why I have a lot of people say, I want to join your church, but I, where will I sit? I say, no, you sit behind until I find you faithful. And guess what? You'll sit there for the next six months. I never promote anybody because they are the Christians. I promote you because of what God puts in you. But himself said, that's the reason why I put you there. But the problem is that many of us now have not yet understood that this God that called us is the one we first owe allegiance to. The word allegiance means we owe everything to, not me. You can't please me. Me. You found that you cannot please me. You cannot. There's nothing you do here that pleases me other than to please him. Because the moment you please him, the moment you, there's a light I see on top of your head. Once I don't see that light, you are doing nonsense. I always tell you, as a leader, there is a different look God gives you. There's a different attitude he gives. There's a different perspective. He gives you to a, a eye of the spirit when you know where somebody is carnal, you know where somebody is spiritual. And you cannot develop that until you have what you have, a contact. It develops over the years. I met somebody say, I want to be more anointed than you. I say, you love, you fooling yourself. This thing you are seeing is 28 strong. How old are you? That's why I never boast on age. I never boast on time. I never boast on intelligence. I boast in the Lord. And it's scriptural. I, I hope what I'll say to you tonight, you will go home and reevaluate your life and ask yourself, where do I stand with God? Are you with me tonight? Don't, see, you can play games with me, but you can't play games with God. Because he said, look at it. Let's go back to it. He said, die unto the Lord. Whether we, we live, therefore, or die, we are what? The Lord. That's why the Bible does not, God does not give wealth to anybody who is not of his. He said, I am the Lord, I change not. Then he goes for the blessing because why he doesn't change. He said, that is why ye sons of Jacob are not consumed in Malachi. We should get to the point in our lives where we can look at some things and just say, I did this when I was young. I can't do this no more. How many of you know that the older you become in God, the better you understand God? Amen? Now, let's read another scripture. Philippians chapter 1 verse 20. Are you getting something out of this? The, I'm talking about the importance of 
morning devotion. He said what? According to what? My earnest expectation and my hope that in what? I shall, I shall what? But that what? As what? Always. So what? Shall be what? Whether it be by what? I will explain that. Do you know the scripture that says, I have come that they might have life. I have a word. Let me explain what that scripture means. That scripture means that the life you are going to live after this life, God introduces it to this life you live now so that you can get used to it. So that when you die, that life will be a continuation of the life you've already been living. Why people go to hell is because they live the life that hell established for them. So while they are living that life here, they are living that life to will to go to hell. So when they finally go to hell, what happens is that they will finally receive the benefit of why they already live a life here of a sinner and ends up with the devil. Because the devil is sinner from the beginning. Why is devotion so important? You see, spiritual growth is based on understanding. Write that down. Spiritual growth is based on understanding. Spiritual growth is based on what? Understanding. And that understanding is based on what the word of God you know. And that's why the scripture say, ye shall what? Know. The truth. That next knowing is, the next knowing is knowledge. To know means that you are, you are exposed to truth. Right? The knowledge of what you are exposed is what sets you free. It's not the first one. Remember, God established things in two. The first Adam was what? A living soul. The second Adam was what? A quickening spirit. That knowledge of what you know is what set you free. Bible said, my people perish for what? Knowledge. It is a lack of knowing. Knowing means that you know what you are doing, but the knowledge means you don't have an edge. The edge of your knowledge is what's the edge of knowing is what makes you knowledgeable and sets you free. That's what we are going to talk about. Understanding isn't understanding until you have understood. Understanding. Understanding is not yet understanding until you first understood what is said. Because God might be saying something, but what is he saying to you? Like you hear the Bible says, and the spirit of the Lord kept on saying, but what is he saying to you? Because anytime God is speaking generally, it must say something particular to each person. The way he talks to me might be different from the way he talks to you. The way he relates to me must be different from the way he relates to you. But there must be one thing that is common. Our life should reflect the word. That 
that is the most common thing. That's the big, that's the ground. And yes, some people say, but God does not deal with me the way he deals with you. That's a wrong statement. That's a wrong statement. I will show you why it's wrong. Because most of the time, our main problem is English language. I found out that English language is a problem. Most of us, are, most of you are American. You speak English better than me. But why is it that I understand the key to the English language and you don't understand it? Some people use words like, I know. You don't know it until somebody teaches you. That's a wrong statement. If Jesus never opened his mouth to say a word, you will never have understood that that thing exists. Are you with me tonight? Now, let me explain this. Bible says, looking unto who? Why? He is the author. He started it. And what? He will be the one to complete it for you. Why did the Bible was so clear to say Jesus is the author? Why did he not say the prophets? That should say a lot of things to us. Because I read this Bible so many times, and then when I stand to talk, I'm, I'm not saying I'm judging any one of you that talk to me, but I try to see where are you if you are not making sense. Because some people can talk and don't make sense. You can be rattling your mouth and be saying, oh, and then nobody's, you're not making sense. Not, you might be making sense, foolish sense to yourself. Foolish sense to yourself. But to the other person, the sense is so dumb. So what's he saying? Like you say, I'm going there. Where is there? That means you can be any, everywhere and not be anywhere. But if you specify, I'm going here, and the name is called there. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place to... He made mention, he made mention a place. The place he categorized was heaven. Are you with me? God is specific. Hear me. Hear me. Write that down any day you wake up. In, God told me one morning, he said, he doesn't shoot a short barren. I said, you shoot gun. He said, yes. I shoot people when they do crazy things. I don't shoot them with the guns you shoot, but I don't shoot double barrel because... A double barrel gun shoots too many uh, 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 bullets out, and none of them goes to the target. But one bullet from a sniper gun, he said, never misses. Why? Because it's target. What is specific? Somebody said, God spoke to me. Tell me exactly what he told you. Then I will know he's specific. Are you with me tonight? I'm trying to build something in your mind. You will find that a man is three. Spirit, soul, and body. I explained to us that the day you become a Christian, one part of you gets saved. Your heart, which is your spirit. Because the Bible clarifies, it says, if that believe Lord Jesus and confess to the man that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. With that heart. He didn't say with that soul. He said with that heart. Man believeth unto righteousness, and confession is made unto salvation. Now, like I give myself, okay, why do you think you are saved? Someone say, I'm saved because Jesus saved me. No, he didn't say, he saved your heart, which is the part of you 
that restores you back to him because man is a spirit. He has a soul. He lives in a body. For God to be able to talk to you, he needs to restore back his spirit because God is not a soul. It was when God placed you here on this earth, he had to establish a course called intellect. Intellect means that you are limited by what you know. repeat myself. Why do they send you to school? To learn. But can any one of us tell me that when you were in grade 3, you knew what they were studying in grade 12? Why? You had to be developed to that stage. So what the Bible is saying to us, the day you gave your life to Jesus, your spirit has been restored. But your soul has to go through the process of Restoration. Where is it? The Bible says, He restored my soul. Restored my the word is a present continuous tense. So if a thief comes into this building, I'm not believe that he's totally free. I can't put the dollar and walk out. He will steal it because his soul has not got it to the place where he can turn his eye. Because it's God that does the restore it. How you know the restore it happens is where you see the fruits of the restore it. Because he says it shall be like a tree planted by the word of water. Now, why is it planted by the word? Only by the word can you produce the seed of the word. It means that if God plants you by the rivers of water, you will produce the seed of that river. If God, if you are planted by the rivers of the world, lost, carnality, you will produce the seed of death. So in life, there are two rivers. The river of life and there's a river of death. And that's why Jesus said, out of your belly shall flow Rivers of living water. If you are not a Christian, you are producing rivers or living death. The opposite of life is death. That's why anything that is corrupt comes to you because you are producing rivers of living death. Man is three in one. The day man becomes saved, his heart is changed. But his soul goes through a process. That's why the Bible says, be ye not conform. A conform is two words. It means do not repeat your own action and your own lifestyle. I repeat. Do not repeat your own actions and your own what? Lifestyle. But be ye what? Transform. To transform means you are converted by repentance. Two things in transformation. Converted through repentance. Are you with me tonight? Something is coming out of this place. To be transformed means two things. To be converted means you change the way you live. To repent means you, you stop doing what you used to do in your old life. You see that? Without a turning around in your life, you are walking to death. 
word of God feeds your spirit soul together at once. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. Let me show you how it happens. Hebrews 4 12. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. It says for the word of God is quick. And what? It did say power. It said powerful. It means that in the word of God carries all the fullness of the power that God has released from heaven. Did you hear that? In the word of God, the Bible says it is quick and is powerful. The word full means that it has every power that you need. Then it goes down to say, sharper is more sharper. The word sharper means that it's stronger than a sharp object. Now, let's look at than any two-edged word. And then he say what? Stop there. It piercing means that it will always go through that thing each time you release that word. So, anytime the word of God comes out of your mouth, nothing on this earth can stop it because it has what you call piercing power. You see that? That's why you can never give up on that rebellious son. That's why you cannot give up on that rebellious daughter. That's why you cannot give up on that rebellious grandchild. Every day you wake up, you cook the piercing word. Did you hear what I just said? Cook that piercing because it is piercing. It means that nothing can stand its force. That's why when you see me cook, someone will say, Pastor is too religious. What else should I tell you other than the piercing word? I should tell you how I wear my, my, my shirt. What good would that do you? Do you do you any good? That anytime I say the word, that means your circumstance, your situation, your calamity, your disappointment, your failure, your sickness, your disease has no option. It doesn't have an option but to be but to be bound by the word. That's why you must stand on, that's why when I tell you some of you, stand on the wall, you're a pastor being too religious. You will need it. Because look at this, it has piercing, piercing even what? To the divide, that means the word of God will separate you from the weed. Anytime you use God's word, what it does is that it will separate you from darkness. Right? Everyone will see you say there's something about you that is real. Because anyone who carries light, produce light. Light shines in where? In dark places. God, that's why God does not send you to the places that you are going to fail. I mean the places you are going to succeed. He's, God normally sends you to places that are full of darkness. So that you can be the beacon light that will shine. That will attract others to your shining. Because when people were asking me, why did I not go to Texas? I said there's too much light there. 
there's enough darkness in Jacksonville for me to shine as the only light there so that others will come to my light. That's nothing. People say, I'm moving to another environment so that I can get better jobs. You, are, you, you lack knowledge. You already have it. All you need to do is release what you have. See, take me, me. Give me that Bible. Throw me in the middle of a sea where there's just an island. Tigers and lions stays there. Come back one week after, we'll have fellowship. I, I lie not, not to you. Because there's a scripture that will subject them. You know where the scripture is? The book of Genesis chapter 9, God said, I will put a dread. That means when the lion sees me with the Bible, he will say, okay, who, I'll be the worship leader. Because the word of God is piercing. It cut asunder. That is, when it goes, anything that does not bring God's glory, it just begins to pull it down. That's why it is divine bulldozer. Whatever is with you this evening, it will leave you in the name of Jesus. Piercing word is coming. Yoke, destroyer. Body, why he removes buttons? Because he knows where it is. Yoke destroyer. <laughs> Body remover. Each time, each time you say that, God is, that is the way is it. Let's see, because in heaven there's nothing called yoke. Fire comes down from heaven. Each time you say yoke destroyer. Body remover. Always saying and like you hit yourself where it is. It claps and gives way. You know your problem claps. Each time it claps, it means they are loose grip. That's why when you clap, God is giving praise. Are you getting something? See, I've been to somewhere. I, I've been, I've seen the eyes of God. Anytime I see his eye, I tell you every two years something happens. And when it happens, I can tell you. Something has happened in the spirit world. Yoke what? What? What do you call it? But within, you can't find that power from far away from where it is full. The power is full in where? In the world. You can't live your life away from the world. You got to live your life within the world. So shall the world. You can become the living world. Because I found out that every time I walk into a place, this, this arranges himself. You know why? When you carry light, light shining to darkness, darkness is a symbol of Satan. And anywhere Satan sees light, he lets go. Satan lives, he feeds and breathes in darkness. Look at it. Let's, let's look at what it does. It says, piercing even to the dividing word of the soul. And then he says, and God made sure he divides both. 
it means that your spirit has a food, it feeds himself. Your soul has a food, it feeds himself. What is the different food that you feed both? Your spirit mind must be fed with the relationship. Your soul is fed with the lifestyle. 